You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a purple belt who trains at GF Team Canada, located in British Columbia, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, Elam O. Hey, yo. What's up? What's up? How's it going? Good. Uh, Just came back from our spring break camp, week two, day one. That was was tiring. I've been uh, doing the spring break camp at my gym. So that's real fun. Gotcha. Well, sounds that sounds fun. But you know, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you for uh, taking some time out and uh, doing an episode with me today. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, of course. No, I'm I'm happy to join. I don't think I've ever done a jujitsu podcast officially before. Really? Yeah, this is my first time. Gotcha. Because like, um, before we start, I I think I I think I found you on Instagram first from uh, the jujitsu videos you post. Yeah. And uh yeah, one of your uh guys you trained with, he uh did an episode and he was like, Oh, you should hit up blah blah blah. And yeah, like, that's right with Daniel Louis. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good friend of mine. He's so fun. Awesome guy. And I and I saw your name, I was like, Oh shit, I follow her. Oh so, really? You did? Oh yeah. That's always oh, so cool when her. like uh when like people I know from that I've never met before. They're like, oh, hey, I follow you. I really like your stuff. Like people in the last few months have started uh, coming up to me in tournaments just to say hello. And I I kind of I like that. I didn't really it's, do it's, much. I just, I'm basically a shit poster. I'm like the, the bimbo gesture of jujitsu here. I don't, I don't do much. I just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just hanging around. Um, people like to have a laugh. So that's my thing. Gotcha. I mean, but it's awesome though. You make a uh, very, very great content. So Thank I you. highly recommend you guys follow her. But uh yeah, let's get it started. If you want to uh, formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear about your jujitsu journey. Mm. So my name's Elam on Instagram, Elam underscore what's her name, because I don't know, a lot of people struggle with my name for some reason. That's why I'm what's her name. And people literally like call me what's her name sometimes if like they actually don't know me. And that's the story of how um, I became just Elam, what's her name on Instagram. Um, I started jujitsu probably a few years ago. Uh, I first put on the gi probably in 2013, but I never actually got into it until like 2017, 18-ish, just mm-hmm. because like I was a teenager at the time. And I don't think I was ever meant for martial arts, dude. Like I, I was doing classical music at this uh, music academy and next door, they had a Taekwondo school. And that's how mm-hmm. I ended up getting into martial arts. And after Taekwondo, I transitioned into jujitsu. I feel like basically, you know how a lot of people that are like, oh, I was like totally meant for this. I was totally meant for jujitsu. Like I found my home. Uh, I don't feel that at all. <laughs> never had that feeling. She said, nope. <laughs> you ever seen that movie, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? I haven't seen it yet, but I know about it. Okay, but like, you know, the concept of the multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm in the wrong timeline. I'm in the weirdest timeline right now. <laughs> I was never meant to do this. But I just walked into the school one day and I was like, I guess we'll chill here because I need exercise. Like, I, I, was a fat, I was a fat kid. Chubby. Not fat, but I was chubby. Mm-hmm. And I needed exercise. So Taekwondo was like a, a, a recreational activity for me. 
And then mm-hmm. they also had they had jujitsu on the side, and they're like, "Hey, come try jujitsu. Probably a little bit more practical." And I put on the gi, and I didn't really get into it. There weren't that many um, women at the time when I first started in 2013 around in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it's really bloomed this uh, female community in the last few years. So after that, around 2017, I was an adult woman. I was like, oh, hey, there's more of us here. I think I want to do this. So I just uh, started training a lot more um, around five years ago. And I I just ended up here. I ended up being the shit poster of of Instagram jujitsu. Never, never would have thought, right? Yeah, never would have thought. So so what so what got you so what got you hooked? What got me hooked? So in Taekwondo, I felt like it was really good cardio. But mm-hmm. I felt like in jujitsu, I don't know. I think because I entered in my first tournament, that's what really got me hooked. Cause mm-hmm. like there were two people going a hundred percent on each other within like the similar weight range and and similar skill level. I, I felt like there was a more fun gaming aspect to it. I think that's mm-hmm. what got me addicted, the gaming aspect of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And that, and also I found that it was just really good for mental health. Everybody talks about how good it is for mental health. For me, like for real, it, it saved me. Like this was yeah. my daily physical activity. Without jujitsu, I would not be exercising. I would be a couch potato. I, like I said before, I was not meant for this life at all. So if uh, because of jujitsu, this is probably the reason why I don't have diabetes. My cholesterol is up here. I am, I am this close dying of a heart stroke any moment but thanks to jujitsu i know right we're still here <laughs> still alive still kicking it still still on this side but for sure like um i find it funny is um when it comes to people who you know talk about jujitsu and it's always like they never they never find jujitsu just like jujitsu kind of find them it's yeah, never been like oh, what happened it's like it's never it's never been like oh unless you're like you know Gracie obviously like you're born into it so you kind of like you know follow in the footsteps yeah. but it's never like oh my you know my X Y Z did it first and blah 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 it's always oh I came across a gym and they were doing some crazy movements and I was like hey I'll try it and they're blue belts purple belts black belts brown belts and it was like I they they never thought they would get hooked I, me neither yeah you know, I always had a I always had a love for martial arts but. Yeah, once I started learning jujitsu, it just consumed me. Like, how did you get hooked? Um, honestly, that same thing. Like, once I, it was, you know, very mental stimulating because I, you know, I love like thinking. So, you know, I always hear like, oh, you know, jujitsu was like chess, and I was like, okay, well, I like playing chess. And it's just once I got into it, and it was like really started to like pick up on things. Mm. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm hooked. I'm, I'm here. I'm I hear that thing so often that jujitsu is like chess. Uh, I, I don't feel like, okay, of all the martial arts, <laughs> maybe this is one of the smarter people's sports. But like, to be if we're going to be honest, not that many smart people in jujitsu. So it's not. I, I'm feeling it's more like checkers, if anything. Really? Yeah. I know there's so- it, the world of jujitsu, it's so vast. But when you're actually doing it, a lot of it is intuitive. Like if you're actually rolling hard, like your moves mm-hmm. are intuitive. 
if you're actually flow rolling, there's a lot of like thinking that goes into it, I feel. Then then yeah, it feels more like chess. But it also requires the participation of your your sparring partner to actually wanna collaborate and do beautiful jujitsu and do the actual flow roll. Yeah, in that case it might be more chess like and, and more checker like. But often like even... no, this is very uh, this is very violent. Because even like, you know, when you're sitting by yourself, you're you're mentally rolling with yourself. Like you'll go play, re- replay matches and yeah, think about, cool. oh, what I could have, you know, done differently. Just like when you play, if, well, I don't know if you ever play it, but like if you play a game of chess by yourself, mm-hmm. it's that same thing. You have to think about each move that you're going to make at the same time, think about what your opponent is going to do. Mm. So just like in jujitsu, that's why, that's why to me it's called chess because you have to, you know, you have to think about your moves and you have to think about, okay, if my opponent does this, I have X, Y, Z. Move the head, but chess, I'm thinking checkers. maybe I'm just not in the phase of my jujitsu where I can do chess like jujitsu. For me, it's it's still feeling very intuitive. I, I come to class, I'm doing the drills, I'm trying to expand and do different things. Uh, and then I end up doing the same shit I've always been doing in sparring. <laughs> you feel me? You do that? Yeah, you do that. I mean, because you're, you know, being a purple ball, you're like, you're in the middle. So you're mm. like, you know, you're at that point where everything is, you know, you're starting to maybe understand it more. Mm. But like, you know, the further you go, that's when the refinement starts. So right now yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm having fun and, you know, being able to kick XYZ's ass all the time or mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But yeah, once you get closer to purple, I mean, purple, uh, closer to brown, everything will start like you know coming together and coming together. I hope. I hope. <laughs> I'm, not feeling it. I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> it takes time. It takes time. Like it. It took me a while, like to really sit down and really think about like what is jujitsu to me. You yeah, know, I love the sport, but now thinking about it. And it's like, man, this is obviously my livelihood now, but yeah, it, it's definitely definitely requires a lot of thinking. Yeah, more than more than you realize. Yeah, maybe I would <laughs> call it more um, memory tapping into your memory more, like mid sparring, because you know that there are openings in in, in things that your opponent's giving you. It's just that mm-hmm. you might not actually know how to counter what they're doing in the moment because there's adrenaline. You might not have enough oxygen going into your brain to remember all those techniques that you've been taught or you've seen on Instagram and YouTube. Right. So it I happens. feel like maybe this is a game of like memory recollection as well, more than chess. I mean, it, it's all like one and the same. Cause even, yeah. even, yeah. Cause even in chess, like you have certain movements that you, that you like, you know, your opening moves or your go-to moves, oh. just like in jujitsu, you have your, mm-hmm. like, you know, your opening moves, like, okay. For example, if we're, if me and you were rolling right now, if we're mm-hmm. going to roll, what would be your first move? Like, what's your first, what's your first move? Poker. Poker. what? Poker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it, but it's what I do. <laughs> 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 I 
But it's your go-to. It's your go-to strategy, though. It may work for you. Not all guard rulers are, um, you know, bad, but... I I didn't say I was good at it either. I just said that's what I do. (laughs) I'm trying to help. I'm trying. I know you're trying to help me. You're trying to... You're just going, just telling you. I didn't say I was good at this. I just said that's what I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you say, whoa, slick. I, I do it. I mean, I'm good at it, but I pull. I, pull. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I, I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's say I pull guard. Okay, so yeah, so you, so you pull guard. So what's your next move? Um, I'm looking for a reaction, which if you're going to stay standing up or if you're going to stay on your knees and uh, which pass you're about to engage and begin, which sequence. Well, there's usually a very common sequence that people look when they're when they're starting their guard pass. And mm-hmm. I would I would just look for reaction first. That's the same thing you do in chess. Ah, okay. You're, All right. You're opening, like your opening moves or something. You know, it's to see that person's reaction, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of flow the game yeah, yeah, the way yeah. you want it to go. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess it is chess then. All right. <laughs> just a, you just got a little, me. Little, little brown belt wisdom for you right there. <laughs> I like it. I like, you know, I think there was like a Gracie that says like his stupider um, students were like better at rolling because they they wouldn't think they would just do. And then yeah. his, uh, his his students who are like very like methodical and calculated, they wouldn't do as well in sparring. I don't know which Gracie it was that said this, but like I heard that and I was like, I, I kind of feel that a little bit more when it comes to like hard spars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 true because like I like what like it's at the point now when I roll I try not to get absolutely nothing. Yeah. I try I try so hard not to think about nothing because really? my mind is always moving a mile a minute and it's like okay I just kind of click my mind on autopilot and just do jujitsu but at the same time it depends on who I'm rolling with mm-hmm. I'll, I'll you know I'll have you know just get into that zone and it's like okay. It's, we've been rolling too long. Let's go ahead and just finish this. And yeah. <laughs> oh, when you're rolling with someone like pretty new or like uh, like like much lighter than you, of course, yeah. There's a lot of like chess, uh, chess like um, thinking that goes into it because you don't like because you don't want this to be like a brutish out strength out strengthening role. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then yeah, I, I would make it a more chess like role. But you know, to me, all roles are created equally. I, yeah. I, I, no matter what size you are, I go, I go at your speed. You know. Oh yeah. Like, okay. I thought you were gonna say like, you know what? This, this big dude, big two, going at me a hundred percent. Same energy on like a five foot zero kid. <laughs> Fuck them kids, man. I know, right? Hey, <laughs> I would, I would heel hook a kid in a minute. I've done it. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it, but. <laughs> You know, just same energy from a from a kid to a grown man. I will I will gladly give you that same energy. <laughs> so you said you compete. So um, when when was your last competition? Last competition was probably October. We have um, this tournament series in the Pacific Northwest called Revolution. They hold great tournaments. It's always like mm-hmm. a 
like a one, you know, 2000 people re or registrants kind of turnout. And I think that's back when I was like, right before I was promoted to uh, Purple Belt. I still haven't had my Purple Belt debut yet. I was promoted back in uh, December. And I'm okay. thinking I want to give myself a, like a few more months maybe before I jump back in. But yeah, my last tournament would have been in, in, in October. But I spent all last year traveling and competing. It was a great time. Yeah, for some, it is funny. Like you and a couple other uh, ladies that came on the show all did the same thing. It's like, oh, I never thought about you know doing jujitsu, and it was just I just fell into it. And you guys are like heavy competitors. Yeah, that's so odd to me. That's so odd to me. Like every every female who came on the show was like, yeah, I. I a friend of mine's invited me or I just randomly found XYZ and like they're ref they're refing at uh events, they're competing, they're doing everything they can with jujitsu. Yeah. It's funny. That that's that's pretty awesome though. Maybe okay. women they also need like to to just channel their aggression the same way like guys do. Maybe we yeah, have some like buried aggression underneath that we just need to get out and we're able to do that through a uh, competition. I mean we're all animals, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it's it's that's pretty cool. Like I I compete uh as a matter of fact next week. Dang. I know, Which right? One? Uh Grapple Industries is coming back to uh Detroit. Nice. So uh I'm doing both gi and no gi. Okay. I haven't done I haven't done no gi yet. So this will be my first time doing no gi and I'm like, eh, what the hell, right? It's, you know, just go out there and have fun and, you know, see what happens. But I didn't even realize it was next week until I was going over my scheduling for the show. And I was like, okay, I got to make time for Grappler Industries. And I looked at the calendar. I was like, oh, snap, this is Saturday. It's next Saturday, the first. Like, the, like March is gone and it's the first. So just trying to cram some time and get ready for that. Nice. How are you feeling? I feel okay. Um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where um I'm excited to do it, but it just feels like a open mat to me. It's like I just just going um, out there and do jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much better to just it is a method that I use to like uh just calm my nerves. I just think of it as a very expensive open mat where I get to roll with people. <laughs> I know, right? It's a big, giant, expensive open mat. Yeah. You ever go international to compete? No. This is this is literally like my third time competing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So nice. eventually, I would I would love to travel and compete, but yeah, maybe you know, steps. Really fun. Maybe steps. I had the opportunity to uh, go to Brazil twice um, nice. last year. Yeah. I did South American in October and then also Brazilian Nationals. I think it was in May. And that wow. the experience was just so fun because I got to go to the GF team headquarters down in Rio de Janeiro. Uh -huh. I stayed with the, the, the head owner, Julio. He he had a daughter, so I stayed with her for the for, for two weeks for the time that I was there. And like I got to actually look into the jiu-jitsu lifestyle that they have in Rio de Janeiro. They have what's called the kashanga. And these kashanga bros, they eat 
sleep. They really truly live this jujitsu lifestyle. They live at the gym. They live, they, they have this room just right around the mats and, and it's, it's bunk beds and the water is drinkable. <laughs> it's not a terrible place. No hot water though. But oh. yeah, but it, these these guys are hardcore. All respect to these guys. It's so cool. And then most of them, they will teach at different GF teams around the city. Like they're mm -hmm. the instructors, and then they all congregate at headquarters during uh, noon time to spar each other and prepare for these big tournaments. And that that was so cool to be a part of because I've never seen so many women that are high level training with each other, just trying to kill each other to get ready for tournament. Like it was. A very surreal moment for me, just seeing all of them I together bet. at once. I bet, I bet, and yeah, like something about like you know, like Brazilians, they live in the they live in the gym. Yeah, so, like all they need is a a cot and floor space, and they're the most happiest people in the world. <laughs> yeah, the world. <laughs> it's great. Yes, that that's that sounds so fun. Like yeah. I'm just like you know just. Patron in, and that's one of like my, my bucket lists is uh, to go to go to Brazil to mm -hmm. either train or just to go, just in general. But you know, it's like I'm I'm like once I get my black belt, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna set a trip yeah. for myself to go. So I've been shooting for that. So that's, that's awesome. they go hard there. <laughs> I know. I I bet. Like I once like, I was talking to um, a couple uh, guys I, I trained with, and I was like. Um, Oh, no, our instructor sent the video of one of his instructor's videos, Master Joe Mawera. And I was like, man, I really want to roll with him. And they're looking at me like, are you crazy? You want to <laughs> die? I'm like, no, nah, I just want to experience it. Like, I've never, like, we went over techniques before, but we never rolled. I'm, I know, I'm not going to, like, roll, roll, but I just want to, like, you know, get a little yeah. low, low roll going. I know it's going to, you know, it's going to suck for me, but. Yeah. And how was it? I know I was saying I want to, I haven't done it. Ah, uh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was saying I want to. They was like, Are you crazy? I'm like, no, I just why not? You know? It's funny, like I was they were in training camp mode at the time that I was there. And, mm -hmm. Like they were going, those girls, they were going nice on me and I was still dying. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was not a great time. I mean, I was happy, of course, because uh, because I just got to have that experience. But yeah, they go hard there. It was it was awesome. It sounds it sounds very awesome. So with you being a heavy competitor, like um what's your I guess what's your like what's what's your game plan? Like what do you like how do you get yourself prepared for tournaments? Or I wouldn't say I'm like a high, high level competitor. I, I competed <laughs> often last year, but I would say I'm more like a hobbyist competitor that just dips my toes in these big tournaments just when they come around, just to just to mess around and have fun. But mm -hmm. when it comes to actually preparing for these big tournaments, I weight cutting is a big part of it that I have to do. And um, mm -hmm. I do it by playing Just Dance on, on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Some people are sleeping on these really great methods of weight cutting. It's a great sweat workout. Like you're not expending too much muscular um, energy. It's just all cardio. And you, you sweat your weight out and, and you, you learn how to dance really fun and then yeah. yeah but the not eating carbs part that's that's very painful for me i i can't live without rice and noodles man uh it sucks it sucks yeah. 
like trying to trying to like be good and not eat so much crap. Yeah. It's like I'm a I am a a, a French fry addict. Uh-huh. Like I can cut out I can cut out a lot of things, but French fries, no. <laughs> it's impossible. It's it's so like it's so hard to like yeah, stop eating me? French fries. For me, it's been it's been poutine lately. I've been craving poutine. I've had I've had none of that in so long. Yeah. Damn it, man! And we're in Canada too. We got some dirty poutine here. Um, I have to come visit. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. But weight cutting, not eating carbs. <laughs> And just making myself delusional into thinking I can win something big. <laughs> you know, like part of it, it, it's a lot of it is just being delusional. Just being, yeah. yeah, I can totally win worlds. And then you go into the training mode and, you, and then you actually spar like you're about to, like you're going to win worlds. Mm -hmm. And I did not win worlds, but I trained like I was going to win worlds. Uh -huh. So, so I think that was the part that improved my jujitsu most. It's not the winning; it's preparing for tournament. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because it's a, it's you know, it's a new experience. It's like you, yeah, we like we said, it's like it's open mat, so it's people you haven't never rode with. You don't know mm -hmm. how hard they're gonna go. You don't know the conditioning that that they're doing. So you kind of have to, you want to go out there and give your best and do your, you know, and uh, <clears throat> give it your all. So. Yeah, like leading up to train, you know, leading up to the like to the tournaments, I'll train so hard almost every day. Get some type yeah. of workout in, mm -hmm. even if I don't do good, I I still feel better at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a it's like a win win for me. My coaches all told me that like they <clears throat> they saw so much improvement um, in my jujitsu just from tournament prep. Because mm -hmm. I was going to the gym probably twice, maybe three times a day, um, and just doing drills on the side as well. Is that all of that adds up? It adds yeah. up to the journey. It's gonna like speed run your progress. For sure, for sure. Because you know, jujitsu is that that thing. It's like you you get out what you put in. You know. Yeah. If you go in it, like if you go hard in the gym every single day, your game will has no choice but to improve. Yeah. If exactly. You, if you're going every day and it doesn't, then that's that's a you problem. Yeah, that that's gonna suck. That happens though. Like you just go to the gym and you feel like you're not making any progress because why would you? I mean, if you're going every single day, how would you be able to see like like a tangible metric of like your progression when you feel mm -hmm. like you're getting killed every day? How would you know you're actually getting better until you actually look back on like your jujitsu six months ago and then you realize, oh shit, I've actually gotten a lot better. That's why yeah. it's so hard to like come back every single day. It takes a insane person to not see any progression in each session and still put yourself back into class every single day, get your butt in. And then eventually in like six months, one year, you'll realize all of that actually did mean something. Definitely. Yeah. It's, yeah, you have to, like you said, you have to be insane to get up every single day destroy your body mm -hmm. just be like okay i'm I, i'm about to do this again tomorrow yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the next day and the next day and the next day but you have a theory of why jujitsu is so addictive to people you said do, um you said do i have a theory yeah 
why is it so addicting of all like these martial arts? I feel like of all the martial arts, people usually say it's like, oh, I'm a jujitsu addict. I, I don't really hear this about like other sports. I don't either. And I've I've had conversations with other guests. And it's like I don't hear like this type of addiction to the martial art that they yeah. do every day. Yeah. Like people and like in like the jujitsu community, they wear jujitsu with pride, like on a shield, ready it's to die, you know, ready to die on the And it just it becomes that like when like when I started jujitsu, it was you know, I bought a, a t-shirt, a jujitsu t-shirt. Yeah. And now it's everything in my room and house is jujitsu related from, you know, hoodies, T-shirts and, you know, like, you know, stuff I have you know, hanging on my wall. Like just everything is jujitsu now. Yeah. It's like, what happened? I what? feel that. Like it's taking <laughs> all of my conversations and I and I don't want it to anymore. I want to be a normal person, dude. I know, right? <laughs> It's like it's like with me and like I'm a I'm a huge comic book nerd. Mm -hmm. And I'm that type of person is like if I hear someone spinning wrong information, I, I, I have to keep myself from jumping in the conversation, right? <laughs> nice. So now it's like that with jujitsu. Like if I'm out with friends and we're watching like you know uh UFC and someone's like talking behind me or something, they're saying like some of the most dumbest stuff. I just want to turn around like shut up. <laughs> like anytime like it just any like ufc news comes out or like people people keep up with mma news because it's i feel like it's pretty mainstream anything anything mm -hmm. i just immediately was that <laughs> like for real for like oh man that would never work on me like are you sure <laughs> you, you want to find out <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just, um, it's, it's just is on our primal nature. I think um, because we get to just we get to fight. We get to go in a safe, I guess you want to say a safe environment. We get to practice murder and go home and make friends. You said, yeah, and you make you make good friends in the process. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all of my, so many of my best friends, like I met through jujitsu. You know how it's really hard as an adult to make friends. I think <laughs> jujitsu saved us from that. Oh yeah, like I've I've had friends growing up and friends I met through work, but like now I think a good seventy five percent of my friends list on Facebook is jujitsu, like people I met during jujitsu. Yeah. I guess those are just proximity friendships because we spend so much time with our teammates. It's every single day, right? For like one or two hours. Yeah. But with enough repeated exposure, of course, they're just going to become naturally your friend. Yeah. And these are the people I talk to every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. We're talking on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, text message. And, you know, we see each other Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. For two, three you hours feel, a day those days. Yeah, but you ever feel like you you need friends that are like not from the martial arts world? Sometimes. Sometimes. Like, you know, me and my wife talk about this a lot. Like, you know, only friends that I have are like jujitsu friends. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we don't have normal friends. Yeah. 
And it's so weird because if we was to get said normal friends, I would feel so awkward because I wouldn't know what to talk about. Like jujitsu. No, I feel like I I feel that. (laughs) I feel that. I want to have normal friends, but I don't think I could even get along with them because they don't do jujitsu. I know. Like, ew. This is is a dilemma now. How am I going to make friends, dude? Yeah, like how? Like if you're not if you're not into what I'm into at this point, I I we I don't know. I don't think we can I don't think we can talk because I don't I don't watch TV as often. You know, mm-hmm. it's YouTube and jujitsu. Yeah. Or I'm, you know, doing something jujitsu related or you know, working on art projects and stuff. But yeah, I don't know really much about anything but nerd stuff and jujitsu. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but like there are communities for like like and like nerd stuff. There's like Discord channels you can join or like there's Reddit mm-hmm. communities. Those are fun to drop into. But then the jujitsu community, especially, they give you entertainment. They give you yeah. a show. Especially yeah. like when there's like a there's a like a Brazilian versus a US grappler fight upcoming. Oh, it's so toxic. I love it. It's it's so it's so it's so it's so disgusting. <laughs> Is it disgusting? Back and watch. Or do we do we actually love this disgust? Oh, we love it. We, we love, love it, it, dude. We love it. I have yeah. never seen a single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I've never had to. I've always had jujitsu drama. And that's a drama I'd rather watch. Because <laughs> it makes it makes sense to me. Well, what do you mean it makes sense? Cause I mean, because I, I I indulge in the lifestyle, like whatever jujitsu related, it all makes sense to me. Like my wife watches reality TV shows, mm-hmm. and she like I watch them sometimes with her, and I'm like, how could you watch this stuff like all day? I guess not to me. It's 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 ugh. It's crazy. <laughs> well, okay. So like, what shows does she watch? She watches like um. Like the Real Housewives of whatever, or Basketball oh, okay. Wives, okay. Or whatever. You know, those crazy. Yeah, I watched. I watched like the um, what those? What are those called? Like the recap, like at the end of the season, they'll do like a like a recap of all what happened. Um, I can't remember what type of what's the name of the what's this called, but I watched that because it's like everything that happened in the span span of a couple months crammed down to two hours. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> the re uh, uh, the re reunion show. That's what it's called. Like when they do the reunion episodes. Oh, okay, okay. Then, but nah. But um, you know, I do appreciate like these reality or like fabricated drama sometimes because people people make some like really good memes out of them, <laughs> or like they have like really funny compilations or funny one liners that happen in reality shows. Same with jujitsu. I feel. Like I, I see the comedic value in both the jujitsu community drama and also in reality TV drama. Like I, I can, I can, I can enjoy both. It's the comedy. It's always the comedy I'm into. It's the comedy and it's the drama. It's always something. So, since we're talking about comedy, um, let's you know we were talking about earlier about your uh, your Instagram. Uh, videos you post and I just be like where did she find like where did she come up with this stuff <laughs> that you post 
Because I mean, because I, I I really enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it. And it's just, I'll see like yours. There's a couple other people that I follow and that, you know, they just make some of the best like jujitsu content. And I was just like, how? Well, a like, lot of it, um, like the really, like the, the trending audios that we use in jujitsu, they're actually like a, usually made a few weeks delayed by um, TikTok audios that were like, probably trending two weeks earlier. A lot of our stuff is like pretty delayed in um, the social media world. So like mm -hmm. if I'm using a trending audio, it was probably trending on TikTok a month or like two weeks ago. And a lot of it is inspired. So like you can put your own spin on this trend, basically mm -hmm. using this audio. Like you get your own idea and you write your own caption as it applies to jujitsu and then you post it and people relate to it if they're from the jujitsu community. Like a couple times I've had like actual original ideas, but most of it, like it's it's just borrowed inspiration from other memes that I've seen or or just pure observation from my own gym. A lot of what I I take from is just inspiration and things that I've seen in my own gym like a lot of it's observational comedy gotcha but uh so what so what what made you want to get into doing that well actually i came from a stand-up comedy background and then really? COVID. Yeah, yeah yeah i was doing that for for a couple years around in um in vancouver city and then COVID okay. hit so there weren't any open mics or shows going around and then i started doing tiktok as a form to like do do a little bit of comedy you know make people laugh. And then eventually I was like, actually, I want to do jujitsu, apply this over to jujitsu. So I started doing that like last year and people enjoyed it. So I just kept doing it. And I felt like it's probably like a way that could potentially make me a little bit of pocket cash in the future. So mm -hmm. I had the intention with if I am going to be a serious athlete in the future, I do need to build a social media being a good yeah. athlete also involves being good at social media these days. Unfortunately, you have to market yourself, right? I had that right. um, um, intention before I started. So one of the reasons why I started was because in case I became a serious athlete and number two, to make people laugh. Number three, self-expression. Mm -hmm. There was also a part of me that also wanted to show that, hey, women can joke around a lot of the things that we find funny you guys find funny mm -hmm. like it, it kind of like uh it saddens me sometimes that there's a disconnect between men and women but actually we laugh at the same things that you guys laugh at yeah for sure for sure i mean especially you know especially when it comes to like comes to like jujitsu like i don't look at you know the sex or gender or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it nowadays i don't see that i just see someone who like to put on murder uh, murder pajamas and yeah. you know simulate murder. That's all I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I really like about jujitsu. It's that like uh, on the mats, you, you're an equal. You you're not really seen for your race, your gender. Well, I mean your gender. It does it does matter when it comes to like weight class, of yeah. course. You know your body composition. Of course, those things matter. But like you as a person, like they're able to see you as just just. A practitioner of jujitsu first, and then mm -hmm. you're, you know, whatever you are, your man, woman, child, second. Yeah, very, very much so. 
because you know chokes are equal for everyone, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And no matter who you are, age, yeah. sex, or creed, you will get choked. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> so we have a a talk your jits podcast question. And uh oh, I think I broke something. One second. So the question is. Who on your top three list of people you would like to roll with? That is a really good question. Hmm. All right. Number one, Abraham Lincoln. He doesn't do jujitsu, but I just want to roll with him. <laughs> Number two, Marco Ciccarelli. Have you heard have you heard this name? Maybe. I'm so horrible with names. Yeah, but uh, she 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 was like an ADCC competitor, very high level, very good with inversions. She's very con conceptual in her jiu-jitsu. She actually looks at jiu-jitsu like it's a game of chess. And it's very okay. cool the way the way she's able to translate like her concept into the actual competition setting. So I would love to just roll with her to see so she can gauge my reactions, like, and mm -hmm. see how she reacts to me. Like, I don't take her as someone who would probably like try to kill me on the first roll. She seems like someone who would try to like figure me out. Yeah. And I think that's, that's very cool. Number three, Dude, this is a hard question, man. Why didn't you give this question to me earlier? Nope. Who <laughs> interviewed? What have other people been saying, first of all? Um, in, uh, surprisingly, a few presidents was mentioned. Um, <laughs> For what reason, though? Just because. It was just because. I was yeah, like, okay. But um, obviously, you know, um, um, Gordon Ryan was mentioned a lot. Okay, sure. Um, Henzo Gracie was mentioned a lot. Um, I personally said Andre Gaval, um, mm. Khabib Naganamadov, uh, um, Andre Gaval is another person that's on my list. So, but yeah, mainly like the top people like Gordon Ryan and whatnot is what a lot of people have been saying. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've had like one random one, one actual athlete. Number three, I'm, I think I'm going to put in a celebrity. I'm going to say Demi Lovato because people like they doubt her jujitsu skills. And I feel like you're you're free to be a hobbyist. You're free to see jujitsu however you want it to be and take it as seriously as you want it to be. But ju yeah. I just want to see what what she knows about jujitsu. Like, I'm just curious. I'm like I wouldn't want to do anything bad. I just I'm just curious how much. Because I'm like, we never see you roll. Like there's no videos. I, well, I've never seen any videos of her actually practicing. But you know, I'm not discrediting what she what she's doing. Maybe she yeah, keeps exactly. it personal. But you know, yeah, why not? Right. I think I don't. I think these celebrities like they they're able to take a lot of privates, right? So I I'm sure like they they have a pretty good sense of jujitsu in that 
they've had so many privates that they're able to probably flow roll pretty well. Mm -hmm. But my theory is they wouldn't be able to compete well because they don't get to spar as often as, as we do because they're celebrities. Unless there's like the secret celebrity jujitsu club that we don't know about. That would be really cool. Yeah, right. That would be yeah. dope. Well, you know, um, Tom Hardy competes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw like he he entered into like one of their his his local tournaments and he won gold. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. I feel like he's probably yeah, right? him and Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher yeah. definitely. He has wrestling background. Yeah, uh, I've I, I think I've seen one one of his his videos on YouTube is actually I think it was his brown belt test was on YouTube. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, he actually. Actually, know some stuff. Like, well, what was on the brown belt test? Do they test by technique or do they spar? Um, I think it was a little bit of. I think it was a little bit of both. Cool. Uh, if I can, if I if I can uh, find it out, I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. It was pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna go <laughs> there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, you you see a lot of celebrities that do like that does jujitsu, but yeah, they're they're they you have to they have to be hobbyists because from trying to train and also if they're in between movies or making music and stuff they yeah, necessarily yeah, can't like just sit down and train like that right yeah. they're very busy people for sure for sure for sure hey did anyone say keanu reeves no one said keanu reeves why wouldn't nobody want to roll with keanu reeves he looks so cool you know what no no, no, no. i'm gonna change keanu reeves. he's such a sweetheart he is the sweetheart of the internet memes and he actually trains. Yeah. He's, like, he's a blue belt now in jujitsu. On yeah. top of everything else he does. I feel like he's he's been training for a few years now. I mean, the John Wick yeah. series has been going on for, for quite a few years. Damn, no one said Keanu Reeves. All right, number three, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. He is this going on the so list. So chill. So chill. So humble. And he just yeah. probably destroy you yeah. with a smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah if you got any other questions for me uh if you got anything coming up that you would like to shout out definitely shout out your uh your instagram page and all your other social media handles and if you got anything else coming up uh the floor is all yours uh let's see uh i might be competing soon but don't watch because that makes me very nervous and anxious um, I'm going to be collaborating more often with my sponsor, Ghost Grappling. So watch out for that. And I'm okay. going to continue shit posting. Yeah. Deuces. Def <laughs> That's all I got, dude. I, 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 there's not that much to me, to be honest. It's, oh, it's, it's, more, it's, more, it's more than you let on. Hey, but that's 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 a good lifestyle. It's simple, it's yours, and it makes you happy, right? Dude, yeah, I want something simple. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But be on the lookout, man. She's she's definitely a very funny individual. So I would highly recommend you guys go and follow her on all her social media platforms because you would not regret it for sure, for sure. Nice, thank you. All right, and that's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank Elon one more time for coming on the show and uh, blessing us with her jujitsu knowledge. Uh, please go and follow our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube pages to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. Bye. And